Hi, it's Adam, and welcome to my podcast, Marketer Insider, where you will get the inside scoop on what's working in the marketing world today. You'll hear case studies from real-world businesses and interviews from successful, respected, and sought-after marketers. Today is a slightly different episode. It's a bit of a fun one and a bit of a different one. And it's different because instead of interviewing someone, we're actually doing a case study on a brand which was facing strong competition and was forced to become very innovative in their marketing approach. And this allowed them to become very competitive with a competitor that was competing very much on price. So today we're going to be looking at OPSM versus Specsavers. So here's a little bit of background that you need to know on OPSM. So OPSM is a eyewear glasses company. It's a premium retailer here in Australia. They were actually founded in 1932. So as you can imagine, they've been in the market for many, many, many years and they're a well-established brand. They were publicly listed in 1962. And then later in 2003, they were acquired by the company Luxottica. Now, for those of you that don't know Luxottica, I'm sure you know some of their brands and companies and businesses that they own. So, for example, they own Sunglass Hut, they own Ray-Ban, they own Oakley, as well as a wide range of other brands and businesses. So it was pretty easy, as you can imagine, for OPSM to maintain a price premium. And that was because they were well-established in the Australian market for many, many years. They were really seen as a premium product. It was incredibly difficult for brands to compete with them. Although it was so easy for them to maintain this competitive advantage and be seen as a premium retailer, that was all about to change. Now, why was it about to change? It was about to change because Specsavers enters into the market. So this happened in 2007 when Specsavers entered the Australian market. So what happened is Specsavers quickly grew to become the clear market share leader of the eyeglass wear in Australia. And this was partly because of their lower cost offering. And they absolutely dominated with their marketing efforts and they were able to drive home their lower price messaging with more than double the media spend of OPSM. So Specsavers had $20 million in marketing budget, whereas OPSM only had $9 million. And so as a result of this, as you can imagine, Specsavers were able to dominate the talk. They were able to dominate the media. And they were, like I mentioned, driving home their lower cost pricing structure, which is kind of different to OPSM as OPSM is a more premium priced product. So here's the problem. OPSM were quickly losing market share to Specsavers, and as a result, they also had a decline in their sales volume. Specsavers were undercutting OPSM because of their lower cost products, whereas OPSM was a higher premium price point. And OPSM didn't want to lower their price as they believed they were selling a premium product, which I'd say is probably fairly accurate, although you could argue that you know, the lenses in the glasses are very similar. But either way, OPSM was selling a branded product, whereas Specsavers were entering into the market and completely undercutting them. On top of this, OPSM had a smaller marketing budget than Specsavers. So what does OPSM actually want to do when they were sitting down and having their annual marketing meeting? Essentially, what they wanted to do is obtain long-term sustained growth in eyewear sales, And their particular target at the time was to increase their sales by 10%. 
They also wanted to acquire new customers and claim back market share from Specsavers. They wanted to strengthen brand appeal and quality perceptions. And on top of this, from a social aspect, they wanted to improve the eye health of Australians. So what should OPSM do? And what I'm going to dive into is exactly what they did. The first thing they did is they did a bit of market research. And what they identified is children would be their ideal target for the following reasons. Firstly, one in four Australian kids have vision problems, but half of these go undetected as parents were neglecting their child's eye health. They also identified that parents are less willing to compromise on quality for their child's health. And on top of that, there are 4.4 million children in Australia that are under the age of 15, representing a huge group of potential customers for OPSM. So they decided that they were going to target the child eye health market. Almost a quarter of Australia's parents had never taken their child or kid for an eye test. And even though they are free, so their eye tests are subsidized by the Australian government, making them free for children and potentially adults as well, but definitely for children. And parents were still not taking advantage of this offer. OPSM also realized that the fear-driven tactics were not working. So telling mothers how important it is to take their child in for, for an optometry session or to get their eye health tested for their child, they were still not doing it. And so they decided that they're going to have to create a more convenient ways to parent, for parents to get their child's eye health checked. And what they did was incredibly genius and innovative. Essentially, what they did is a huge marketing campaign known as Penny the Pirate, which is a certified medical device in a storybook and app form that enabled parents to screen their child's vision. So essentially, what this meant is parents could test their child's eye health at home simply using a book that they developed or an app. Now, how did it actually test the child's eye health? Well, quite simply, throughout the pages, there were various tasks for the child to complete, such as reading out letters, looking at shapes in the distance, looking at the numbers. If you've ever seen those, uh, those tests for, to check for color blindness, where it's the dots and there's a number, the colored dots and there's a number inside. So there were those throughout, as well as various other things that allowed the parents to gauge the eye health of their child. So how did they actually bring this to market? Well, firstly, they launched it in front of a room packed full of mothers, fathers, and children, as well as media from more than 70 different publications. They also reached out to schools and libraries, and they utilized key influencers such as mummy bloggers to drive word of mouth. Their marketing campaigns were used to drive broader awareness of Penny the Pirate among parents across Australia. And the storybook was available at all OPSM stores at no cost to the parent, and no purchase was required if they did take the book. And it could also be downloaded free on Apple and Android tablets. They used search campaigns to ensure that those who had heard about the campaign were actually able to search it online and they would easily find the storybook. And they also created a pass it on program to encourage parents to give their storybook to other friends and family so that they could also screen their child's vision as well. So very much created a referral marketing strategy 
inbuilt in their campaigns. So what actually happened? What were the results? Well, the results were quite amazing. And the reason that the results were quite amazing is because more than 126,000 parents bought their reading book, even though it was free. So they got 126,000 parents a copy of the book. The number of eye tests conducted by OPSM increased by 22.6% year on year, which is just huge for a company that's so well established like OPSM. Their sales grew by more than one fifth. There was also a 188% increase in child's eyewear packages, which is obviously directly associated with this Penny the Pirate campaign that they were running. There was also a 14% increase in sales directly attributed to the campaign. And they also, for a period of time, were the number one health app during the launch. They were also rated the most effective campaign in the world at a advertising award night. So overall, it was an incredibly effective campaign. So let's just quickly summarize what they did. So first thing they did is they were facing fierce competition from a competitor who was price cutting them, who was selling a product much cheaper than what they were selling. They were at a disadvantage because they had a smaller marketing budget as well. Specsavers had almost, well not almost, Specsavers had more than double the amount of marketing budget that OPSM had. So they were really in a corner where they needed to find an innovative solution or an innovative way out to actually compete again. They identified children as a prime target market for a campaign. They came up with an awesome, fun, different campaign that really cut through a lot of the marketing message and fear tactics that they were using in the past and allowed them to reach a wider set of Australian parents who cared about their children's health. And so as a result of parents caring about their children's health, they were also prepared to spend more on glasses when they could have gone to the competitor like Specsavers. But more than that, it made parents aware of issues with their child's eye health and they were able to bring them in for a consultation. And as a result of that, both brand awareness was improved, the perceptions of OPSM was improved, and importantly, what they set out to do, which was to increase their sales, they were able to directly attribute 14% of sales in, in, in an increase to that campaign alone. So it's an incredibly successful campaign and a completely different approach where most companies or most people in that position would either feel like they have to lower their costs or they'd have to increase their marketing budget. So this allowed them to bypass both of those tactics that many other comp companies would use in face of that sort of competition and they were able to gain back market share. So really smart, really innovative, way that OPSM was able to compete. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. It's a short one, something a little bit different. So let me know your thoughts if you actually enjoyed it and if you'd like to hear more of these. Thank you for listening.